0: Three, two, one, go. go. Ah, shit. No, I I said it when when I heard you say it, so it's like, I don't know. Oh, okay. Listen, James is the professional here. Sorry, James, but... (laughs) James, you gotta match us up in a weird way this time. I'm so sorry. I'm sure you'll figure something out. You're
1: so good, and we just appreciate you so much. Maybe the intro should just be us complimenting James, who is guest editing this episode
0: i mean i'm sure james would love that james you have luscious beautiful hair
1: it's true a smile that could light up a room i've seen it yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: everyone listening is like who the fuck is james (laughs) they're like who is james why my co-host on formulaic of course (laughs) Of course. Well-known uh, rapper and music producer, Marshland Monster. I don't know if I can say well-known, like how how well-known. I think you can... You
1: and I both know,
0: so yeah. that's well enough. Yeah. Well-known to me. Yeah. I know him quite well.
1: You do know him quite well. You know what I know quite well? Yeah. I just upgraded my Hulu account to
0: be ad-free. Let's go. Where did you? I'm sorry. Did you win an inheritance? I did not win an inheritance, but I did win
1: a American Express Platinum card. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: basically.
1: Yeah. So I basically got an inheritance. My grandma, American Express, gave me a $20 a month entertainment credit that I'm using for
0: my Hulu account. (laughs) That's a me. I love that for you. Yeah.
1: So now I can watch New Girl ad free the way I used to when it was on Netflix.
0: <laughs> there you go. I've thought about, you know, what if I up my sub, you know, mm-hmm. what if I up my tier mm-hmm. level and get the mm-hmm. ad free stuff and then I started doing this thing with my boyfriend where when we watch stuff on Hulu during the commercial breaks we make out and then Ew, I'm kind of uh, happy for the commercials. Cause then I get to make out. <laughs> and I Can don't I miss just say that, show? like,
1: low key, I don't hate commercials. I think commercials get a bad rap, but sometimes I have a lot of fun. I just I hate them when they get too repetitive. So Hulu, if you're listening, well, I'm ad free now. But any other streaming service with ads, just change them up. I just don't want to keep seeing the same ones over and over again. I'll watch your commercials.
0: She'll put that down as a statement. You know, yeah. you can quote her on that.
1: I'll say it under oath.
0: <laughs> and I will say under oath that I am Shelby.
1: And I am Sam. And this is the ROM
0: complex. Oh, I'll meet you at the Meat Queue, wearing a Meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat. And you did an intro. Oh my gosh. My internet went out. We're recording. the, We're FaceTiming and recording on our computers. It's a whole ding -ding dang mess. You know what? But
1: we're making it work like the entrepreneurial, free thinking, you know, solutions oriented people that we are.
0: Exactly. We are entrepreneurial. Yeah. (laughs) Much like... The owner of the pizza restaurant, Mystic Pizza, in Mystic, Connecticut. Oh, yeah, baby. Which is the movie, Mystic Pizza. I said that. We're doing that movie today.
1: (laughs) Yes, we are. We are doing that movie today. It came out in, what, 1988?
0: Yeah. And is thought to be
1: a movie that launched careers of very famous celebrities one of which is Miss Julia Roberts.
0: Julia Roberts, yeah. So this movie follows three young women, two of them are sisters, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. mystic Connecticut. They all work at the same pizza restaurant.
1: <laughs> yes. They're also friend, like lifelong yeah. friends. You got Daisy and Kat. Those are the siblings. Daisy's played by, what's her butt? Julie- Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Julie
0: Andrews. <laughs> Julie Andrews. She sings. She does a whole song in the middle of it. It's really weird. It's kind yeah, of yeah. You know, she just starts singing about mountains, and it's she really awkward. Singing about racism against the Portuguese, and we're like, the- Julie Andrews, this is not the time.
1: <laughs> it really isn't. It really isn't the time. <laughs> and so you've got her sister Kat, played by Annabeth Gish, and then you've got freaking JoJo played by Lily Taylor.
0: When I saw parts of this movie on TV as a kid, I thought Lily Taylor was the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> she is. She's I mean, gorgeous. I think that's still accurate.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that's a very accurate statement. Especially in this she has it's not only that she's beautiful, she just has this like energy about her that you can understand why Bill was just being led on by her no matter what she did.
0: Yeah, she's got this <laughs> bubbly confident energy. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah, it is really cute. She could learn how to take no for an answer. I'm just saying, but we'll get to it. I mean, she could she could learn a lot of things, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know,
1: we'll get into it.
0: So, I actually I told some of my friends I was watching this movie and a friend of mine, shout out to Zelly, Zelly said that he actually briefly lived in Mystic and I guess his mom like took his sisters to audition or something but they got tired and she just took them home Mm. they didn't want to do it and the class structure like the hierarchy there the social hierarchy there in Mystic like in the movie seems to very accurately reflect like what was going on at Mm. the time with a lot of like rich people moving in kind of taken over this more working class area. And then there was a lot of racism.
1: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) goes without saying, right? right? It is very interesting to me when I see, especially because this took place like, or the movie took place in the 80s, but like racism from white people against other white people is fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. I think I'm like, what? But you're all part of the same club though. Like what?
0: It really shows you, yeah, just how fine that line is, right? Like, Well, it
1: shows you how willing people are to just, like, hate other people for no reason. Exactly.
0: It's the line of, like, the other, like, us versus them. Mm -hmm. And if something new enters into their world, a lot of people's first reaction is to be like, you're not one of us.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, what's, I mean, what's really the difference? Aside from the obvious, like, classism. Uh, like the hierarchy of that, but um, it's very interesting. I, I also think it's interesting. I read in the IMDb that Mystic Pizza is a real place, like mm-hmm. the restaurant is a real place, and the owners of it sold like the name, right, for for them to make this movie for not very much because they were like uh, that movie's not going anywhere. Oh no, my
0: god, no one's gonna
1: care about that movie. So they were kind of just like
0: you know, take it. And now look at us here talking about it on a very well-known rom-com podcast very well-known very famous (laughs) very successful it is this podcast is very sex sex it's very successful in one main way which is that i get to talk to you
1: (laughs) yay Yay. because we don't talk outside of this ever
0: yeah no never i can only talk to you through rom-coms yeah so (laughs) So the movie opens up. We've got Lily Taylor playing Jojo. She's getting married to Bill, high school street sweetheart or whatever. It seems like they've always been together or something. They're young, but they're, mm-hmm. and they're getting married. The wedding, extremely overwhelming to the point that when they're doing the vows, they're starting it all in whatever, Jojo fucking passes out. She's like, yeah. she faints because this is all too much for her. I Maybe she thought getting married wouldn't feel overwhelming. <laughs>
1: Listen, we we never know until we're in that situation, I guess. You got to be in your wedding shoes to know what it feels like. You got to be in your
0: wedding shoes to feel those wedding blues. (laughs) Good one. Thank you. So then we cut to this pizza place. Now we're at Mystic Pizza's where everyone works. They've got the, what's her name? Leona. Lorena. Leona. 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 She's Mm -hmm. the Boss, (laughs) she owns, she and like her husband or something own the restaurant and she cooks it. And it's a secret Portuguese recipe for pizza passed on for generations. It's all
1: a big secret, and she won't tell the girls until she's ready to retire. Then she'll pass down the secret to, I guess, one of them. I don't know if she specifies that she's going to tell all of them. That feels like too many people knowing the secret, you know?
0: Yeah, I think maybe she should just tell one. Yeah. Then you've got. Daisy who's like the bad girl you know mm-hmm. and Kat her your sister and their dynamic is that Daisy is like the whore character you know like yes. the what is it the versus the the maiden the character. virgin, and the, whore. The, the virgin yeah. and the whore exactly it's got that dynamic going on which is mm-hmm. kind of stupid but I mean I guess when you have a pair of sisters sometimes that happens I just have trouble yeah. accepting Julia Roberts as like the bad girl. Like she just seems yeah. too clean cut for me to believe it. Agreed.
1: I agree. And it's really funny too, because I also read that she was initially passed over for the role because they also couldn't see it. And she like went and dyed her hair black. <laughs> Cause I guess <laughs> she has like rather light hair naturally. She went and like dyed her hair black and came back to the audition and they were like, Oh, okay. We see it. Now. We
0: see it now. <laughs> I mean, I think she's good. I think she's a great actress. I don't know why I didn't used to like her, but I just something about her as a as like the, you know, troublemaker sister or whatever, just doesn't fit, especially because we don't see her doing anything troublesome. Mm -hmm. We don't see that at all.
1: We just kind of see her not operating by the like rules. Right. Because especially when you compare her to Cat. So Cat is the younger sister. Cat is the one who's going to an Ivy League school. Cat is the one who focuses on her studies and focuses on her like her intelligence, right? And then you have Daisy who's like, "Nah, I don't want that. I want right. to like have fun and like meet cute boys and have a good time."
0: So I guess it could be the perception that she's supposed to be, like, a bad girl is actually not even accurate. It's just that mm-hmm. people treat her that way because she doesn't act like Kat. Right. But I – yeah, that makes sense. And she's, like, not interested in boy, or, like, she is interested in, like, boys, I guess, but we don't really see mm-hmm. that until later. Kat, on the other hand, is picking up, like, an eighth job. She's got, like eight, like, 50 jobs to try to pay mm-hmm. for fucking – where is she going? Yale. Mhm. She got into Yale and she's trying she got to into pay Yale. Yeah, she's trying to pay for it. So she's picking up another job. She gets a babysitting job with like a I don't know, he's fucking an architect or something. They're always an architect, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know. He yes, he's some kind of professional.
0: And so he's one <laughs> of the professionals who've moved into town like briefly while he works on some project, some mm-hmm. house or something. And he's got a little daughter. She's like four or whatever. Cat goes over there, hits it off with the daughter. And you see this guy. You see he's like a handsome guy, you know, and you Mm -hmm. see the way he talks to her. And you just know exactly where this story is going. Oh, 100%. And I had only seen snippets of this movie on TV before. And Mm -hmm. I remember it being kind of sad, but I didn't remember any details. I mostly remembered Lily. Lily. What's her name? Taylor. Lily Taylor and Vincent D'Onofrio, because I thought he was really hot, oh, yes. too. I didn't remember this at he's all. He's
1: also just really cute in this. I mean, aside from the whole, like, marry me, marry me, you know, right. like, he's kind of a dick, but, like, he's also still kind of cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is kind of cute, and he's he's just kind of dumb, you know? And Yeah. yeah, oh, You know how much <laughs> you know, I, love, I him dumb, love him dumb,
1: Shelby. <laughs> oh, I love him dumb so much.
0: <laughs> so
1: where was I? She's babysitting. He's We all know it's going to be the very stereotypical, like, he's also married. He has a child, but he is also married. His wife is in, like, London or something. Right. But you know that we're playing with something. Something's going to happen. Wife's out of town. The babysitter. Uh. Ugh. What a cliche. Uh.
0: All that being said, I totally would have fallen for it when I was, like, 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: But, like, okay, wait, hold on. I do, I know that we're still, like, getting into the plot bit a little bit, but, like, the whole movie, I was trying to figure out how old this guy was, Mm -hmm. Tim. I was like, how old is this guy? At some point, I think uh, Julia Roberts' character says it, Daisy says that he's 30. And I was like, there's (laughs) no way that man is 30. Like, there is no way. What? In what universe is that man 30? Like, get no he's so see fucking it. for real sam no i can that man see is 40 it. at least <laughs> I don't Minimum. Know. but that just like led me on a downward spiral of like damn people really did used to look old as shit back in the day <laughs> i was just talking about this yesterday at dinner because it's like you have the golden girls right they were supposed to be in their 50s right 50 they look like elderly women yeah like <laughs> Even in the earlier seasons, you're just like, wait a second, that woman's not 50. Like, yeah, and they weird. talk like it's it weird.
0: Too. that too. I think that's part of why, why my dad doesn't seem like he's in the, his 70s, is because he's not talking about old people bullshit. <laughs> he's like watching <laughs> YouTube videos and stuff.
1: <laughs> what is old people bullshit? Is know. that like social security?
0: I mean, he does well, talk about that sometimes. <laughs>
1: what, else do, what else do old people talk about? Hey, if you're old, write in. Let right us know. In. What, what, are, are, you your, what about? are your topics of conversation?
0: What's your day-to-day? Mm, let Lay us it know. out for us.
1: I want a whole schedule.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 10 a.m. Talk about Social Security. <laughs> 11 a.m. Talk about ointments. <laughs> mm, Medicaid. Yeah. Or Medicare. Old, okay. what, which one do the old people have? They love to talk about ointments. Mm
1: -hmm. They love to talk about their ailments. My grandparents love to talk about their ailments. They'll be like, you know, I woke up and my eye was twitching and I didn't, you know, and they they give you the rundown of all the different things they did to try to stop their eye from twitching. And then you just have to be like, Grandma, I think you just need to go to the doctor.
0: Or like take a nap. It's not a big deal. Drink some water. I think you're dehydrated. Just... (laughs) They also love to tell you who they've run into recently and who mm. has died recently. The old yes, people yes. love that. They do. Which I get it. <sighs> I mean, if I got to the age where my friends were all my friends and peers were all like dropping like fat flies, I'd probably talk about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's like how I like to talk about just like relationship drama
0: <laughs>
1: now as like a 30 something year old, like, you know, fucking what's her name? Sophia Vergara and Joe Mangala, Mangala. Oh my God.
0: Which They're one am I going to go for? Which one am I going to go for? I don't I know. I know which one I'm going to go for. You take Joe, Joe. I'll take Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. I think I could but also Ariana
1: that. Grande and her husband are separated. So like I, so I get it talking are- about the things that are current, <laughs> are current things that you talk
0: about <laughs> at a particular age. I didn't know she was married, Ariana Grande.
1: She's been married for two years now, bro. Some real estate
0: guy. You know, I'm fine with not knowing that stuff. That's like, it's I don't okay. know her. It's, she's not my friend. <laughs> you don't know. But listen, you also
1: don't know Joe Manganiello and Sofia Vergara.
0: That's true. I don't. But I will but joke it's still about interesting. how attracted I am to both of them. Yes, that's fair, I think. So... I feel like we should talk about the I want to call them all sisters even though Jojo's not a sister. They feel like sisters so I feel like that's fair. I feel like it might be easier to split up these to talk about the storylines one at a time. Yeah let's do it. For Kat obviously I mean we got it's right up there it's right up front. Mm -hmm. She goes there she of course falls in love with the guy. Yeah. The father. Because he's
1: interested in talking to her and they listen to Mozart and they talk about, you know, oh, Kat wants to be an astronomer. Mm-hmm. So he like has a telescope and he lets her use it. And, you know, they have intellectual conversations and she's a virgin. And so yes. that's really exciting for her.
0: <laughs> she is a virgin. She's never she's like, oh, my gosh, a man who's mature, who's interested in me. And one time she's talking to the kid, and the kid randomly says something about divorce. And mm-hmm. she takes that to mean that this guy and his wife are probably getting a divorce. So she's like, this mm-hmm. is my opening. You know, at one point This is my he, chance. This is my chance. At one point he's like, she has to walk home in the cold. So he takes off his sweater and mm-hmm. gives it to her and watches her put it it's on. Got hot. It was very hot. I was like, yeah. that will worked on me. At uh, yeah, 18, 100%. that would have worked. I, it, you know, it's sad but true.
1: Honestly, at 32, it would work on it me. Work on still, me. I, I mean, even if he was married, kind of. Oh well, like so. Here's the thing, too, is that I, the minute I know someone is either in a relationship or married, my brain, like the romantic part of my brain, completely shuts off. Yeah. So, like, I never even perceive, like, even if a married man was flirting with me, I would be like, I, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. That man is clearly married and I am not his wife. So I don't know why you would say that. So I would never take any of these gestures as meaning <laughs> that they were, you know, that he was putting the moves on me. If I was her,
0: I just have to laugh because I've literally seen a married man flirt with you and you have yeah, that know. reaction.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm always like, what? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Like, Just, I'm a girl's girl through and through, okay? I have never pursued a man in a relationship. Well, okay, that's not true. To be fair, (laughs) I did not know. To be fair, I did not know he was in a relationship, so that was not my fault. And the minute I found out he was in a relationship, I was like, deuces, bro. But I have never actively pursued someone who was in a relationship. Yeah. My brain just doesn't work like that.
0: And I think probably Kat does in this movie a lot of mental, like, rationalizing and convincing herself that it's okay that he's this is true love and daisy even tells her like you think that like how do you think this is gonna end you know it's gonna end with you with your heart broken and he's not gonna leave his wife for some Mm -hmm. girl you know Mm -hmm. who, who babysat his kid it's just not gonna happen but kat the sad thing is a lot of times with situations like that you don't believe people until you go through with it and fu- and mm-hmm. come out the other side and all the bad shit happens and you're like, "Oh, they were right." Fuck. Yep. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Cuz you can't see it. You can't from the inside of something like that. You don't see the trend of, "Oh, married man, babysitter, wife's away." Older guy taking interest in a younger woman. You know, Mm -hmm. you just, you don't see yourself as part of a pattern. You see your individual situation that you're in. So Kat is blinded. She ends up getting Jojo to babysit the kid while she Mm -hmm. goes out with this man. What's his name? Tim or something? I don't fucking know. Tim. Yeah. Tim. She and Tim go on a date. Like, literally, that's what happens. Tim takes her out. Tim decides, I'm going to take out my babysitter. I'm going to get a babysitter to replace the Mm -hmm. babysitter who I am taking out. They go. They have, like, a little romantic dinner or something in the house that he's working on. And then they have sex. Yeah. And then they get back to the house. Who fucking showed up? The wife. Because, of course, she did. Oh, no. Of course, the wife came back.
1: Of course she did. And of course, there was no, they're getting divorced or they're getting separated. She was like, oh, you're the babysitter. Cool. Like, I'm so happy I was able to come. You know, it's just like this. It's very clear that she had been duped. But I don't even 100% think it was just him duping her. I think she kind of duped herself.
0: She absolutely duped herself. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly she was, you know, not the person in power in that relationship. Mm -hmm. But she duped herself. She knew better in a way. But she didn't. She didn't know better, I guess. She should have known better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's hard. Especially because, again, she's young. She's virginal. Mm -hmm. She doesn't. It's kind of implied that she doesn't have a lot of interactions with men, at least her own age. That would, you know, kind of you learn stuff When you interact, like, especially in dating, you learn more about yourself and how you are in relationships, as well as you, you kind of start to learn like the little sneaky signs that some men have and like, oh, like red flags, right? You start to, when you interact with them more on in that capacity, you have more of like a red flag detector. Um, So she clearly, she's clearly a young romantic. She wants to be a fucking astronomer. Like, yeah. She's a fucking heart eye emoji yeah, of a person. For sure. And So she wanted
0: it. They took those heart eyes and snapped them in half because not, <laughs> not only did he immediately act like nothing ever happened between them, mm-hmm. in, even though they literally just had sex, they walk in Yeah, and like from ran home sex.
1: in the rain. Right. Yeah. And then ran
0: home in the rain. They walk in, Jojo has given this cover story that they were like rushing to get medicine for Kat's mom or whatever. So Mm -hmm. Jojo and Kat leave after, you know, he's acting like it's nothing. And for Kat, that's really difficult. For me, you know, for me, I understand. It's like, of course he's going to act like nothing happened. What's he going to do? Act like something happened? Then he gives it away. Yeah. And she can't play, she's not playing along. Of course she doesn't want to play along because she thought they were truly in love. Of course not. She didn't think that they were really sneaking around behind his wife's back even though right. she had, she didn't really have any re- reason to believe that they were actually getting divorced anyway later he tries to give her money for Yale mhm and she could have probably whatever he gave her she could have asked for more listen i wrote
1: <laughs> straight in my notes take his money bitch yeah. like you you've earned it you earned it
0: i was watching it, it in my discord and i had a couple other people in there in chat and we were all like Take his money. Take his money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Take his mo- make his pockets hurt. Right? He, he broke your heart. Okay. Yeah. You, you deserve it.
0: Yeah. He hurt you. You hurt his bank account.
1: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, which we haven't like added this layer because we haven't talked about Daisy yet. But there that night, where uh, not when they have sex, but a different night, she decided to stay later so she could spend more time with Tim because mm-hmm. she's, you know, in love. And she completely fucked Daisy over because Daisy was supposed to meet her boyfriend or whatever's parents. Yeah. And so that starts a rift between the sisters. But I just think it's really interesting that that Kat and Tim went from zero to 100 so quickly. Like there wasn't even like lead up. There wasn't even like lingering touches or like a kiss. Like there literally wasn't even a kiss before they
0: literally just have sex. Yeah. Because for him, he was just trying to fuck like that. He was just. (laughs) I hate to say it, but he was trying to get his dick wet, (laughs) Sam.
1: He was trying to get his. I mean, he's a 30 year old man. (laughs) 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 What 30 year old man isn't just trying to get his dick wet, you know?
0: (laughs) So, yeah, well, we can move on to Daisy. So Daisy, she's at the bar one night. And Mm -hmm. suddenly this guy walks in, blonde, wealthy, clearly in town, like being rich or whatever.
1: Yeah, (laughs) just being rich.
0: (laughs) He comes in. She's clearly smitten immediately. She doesn't go Mm -hmm. say anything to him. She just stands there and looks mysterious. She doesn't seem to really expect he's going to come talk to her, but she Mm -hmm. knows it's a possibility and she's like watching him. He does come talk to her. They play pool. They have a little connection. She barely speaks. They just right. have this, this unspoken connection. Yeah.
1: She's doing the hot girl thing where she mm-hmm. just like leans over the pool table and is really good at yeah. playing pool.
0: And a girl that he's there with, like a rich blonde girl is like, oh my God, you're like a hustler, <laughs> like a pool hustler.
1: <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and I'm like, no, she's, if she were a hustler, she would have pretended she was bad at first and tried to get money. Right. She's just good at pool. Yeah. Yeah but we're
1: some people are just
0: we're supposed to see yeah like a lot of the blonde people are the wealthy racist classist people Mm -hmm. and then you've Mm -hmm. got the younger or like the younger the other people (laughs) like the darker haired people dark haired
1: people we're separating people by hair color in this film
0: because I, I don't know it. if this
1: has been explicitly said or not. There are no people of color in this film.
0: Oh, no. But all of the girl main characters are supposed to be Portuguese, I think. Right. Julia Roberts is supposed to be Portuguese.
1: Yeah. Cat obviously, is yeah. also Portuguese. What, right. Yeah, they're supposed to all be por- Portuguese. Por- How do they say it? Yeah, they're like yeah. Por- Portuguese.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say it because it just sounds bad.
1: <laughs> it does
0: kind of sound bad, but...
1: It's just, uh, it's just so. It's just so funny. <laughs>
0: it's so just uh, so funny. This guy. The next day, this guy, you know, who came into Charlie. Pool, Charlie. He hunts mm-hmm. her down. He finds her literally. in her home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and asks literally. Her out. Yeah, he literally <laughs> finds her in her home, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Daisy, you're a hard person to find. You found her at her home, dude.
1: Yeah, that's not hard." You clearly did. You you clearly fared well. So. Bruh.
0: Right. <laughs> you asked like one person. Do you know where that girl lives? What girl? The, she's got the big curly hair. She was really good yeah. at pool. Oh, you mean Daisy? Yeah. She lives over yeah. there. Right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he goes and finds her to ask her out and they start spending a lot of time together. Turns out at first I'm like, he seems like a con artist. Like, I got a, a con, con artist vibe from him. Turns out he's a nice boy. He's just from a rich it's, family, and he dropped out of law school or whatever. Or he got kicked out no, of law school. No, he got kicked
1: out of law school because he cheated. He
0: got kicked out of law school for cheating. So
1: he's a disappointment to his family. And, you know, he's one of those poor little rich boys. He's like,
0: you know, it's it's really hard over
1: here, too. Yeah, Having money isn't is. everything.
0: <laughs> he is kind of like that. <laughs> They kind of build this connection together. And at first, things are going well. And then he says he's out of town for a weekend. Mm -hmm. So she and Jojo and Kat are having a fun night one night. And they're outside the country club while Charlie's supposed to be out of town. Oh, my God. (gasps) He's at the country club (gasps) with some girl. (gasps) So Daisy being the, you know... (laughs) reactive person that she is takes the truck which is bill's truck we'll get to why they have bill's truck later but it's good he's a fisherman they've got fish in the back daisy drives the truck over to charlie's car and then dumps barrels of fish onto charlie's car Mm -hmm. he has like a little porsche yeah it's like a little porsche here's where charlie does something good where he comes over sees daisy's just screaming or whatever and he's like yeah listen this is my sister. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you said you were out of town. And he's like, my grandma was sick or whatever. And I yeah. called you, but you she weren't She had some home. ailments. Yeah. She, yeah. They love their ailments. Yeah, they do. She had to put ointment on her various ailments. hmm And he's just totally like, no, this is what's actually going on. And she's like, oh, Okay, <laughs> and then they're fine. Because <laughs> he's wealthy enough that you throw, you pour fish on his car. It's not that big a deal. <laughs>
1: yeah, he could just get it cleaned or get a new one, you know? Exactly. I like Charlie. I I think that he's a good boy, but there is something that he did that I was like, I don't trust this man. And it was when she was supposed to meet his parents, mm-hmm. which obviously we'll get to in the plot, and so it's like the next thing. And he starts talking shit about his mom and he doesn't talk shit like at length but he's like you know my mom won't care she like is never listening or it's it's some some like you know really passive aggressive shitty way to like describe your mom and i just don't trust men who talk shit about their mothers to their significant others
0: you know what it's so funny to me and i'm so i'm broken so like to me, I'm like, oh, he's opening up about his feelings. No, so I don't see that's that. not what that is. I don't see that as him talking shit about his mother. I see it like him describing how he feels.
1: No. So here's the difference, though. And this is what I what I believe is the difference. Obviously, I'm not a psychology professional, but I did <laughs> take two semesters of psychology courses in there college. Go. There's a difference between opening up to a significant other or partner about your complex issues or it you know whatever it is between you and your parents that is one thing completely but the way that he did it and now I'm, I'm really mad that I didn't write down the exact quote because I only had my little post-it notes when I was watching <laughs> this so I didn't have enough room it he the way that he spoke about her was more in line with the way that like rich people will talk about what they view as like vapid moms or like uh, social climbers right yeah. instead of acknowledging that like hey maybe she's uh acting that way because that's what societally expected from her um maybe just you know think about this from her perspective for five minutes so when he said it like that that's when i was like oh yeah no he doesn't it
0: is interesting when characters uh, like it's okay for us to see the mom as like a kind of two-dimensional character cuz she's not that important in the story and you mm-hmm. got to keep the focus on these but it's weird that her son sees her that way right that that makes sense that's but, what i don't trust yeah i see like, that like if
1: you have complex mommy issues Babe, listen, I want to sit here and I want to unpack that with you. I want to know. I want to know. Give give me all the details. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like when it's something like that, I'm just like, oh, this feels like a red flag.
0: I see. Don't talk about your moms in front of Sam unless you have only good things to say.
1: Yeah. Well, like especially because, again, they barely know each other at this point, too. And it's like opening up to your partner. That you've been with for a while. I think they've been together for like a week or two yeah. at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. It's like if we're not going to have like a whole sit down, unpack your childhood trauma, then like just say very vague things about your parents. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll love to meet you. Right. You know, they're rich. That's it.
0: So as we said before, Daisy misses the first time she's supposed to have dinner with his parents because she has to work mm-hmm. late and cover cat's shift. But then, when she does go meet his parents, they're having a dinner, and then things immediately turn bad because his dad starts. You know, first of all, they start talking about her being a server, and then that turns into them talking about how Charlie doesn't have a job. They're like, at least, she, at least she has a job, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of the what would you call her? A maid. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, like a someone who's serving them. Yeah, d- like I the guess dinner, a cer- like a, a private, server, private server or whatever. Yeah,
1: like a pri- yeah, a caterer, a, a caterer. caterer, waiter.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a waiter, whatever. Daisy knows her, and they're kind of chatting a little bit, and then Teresa is the friend is the name of the friend, and the friend kind of gets scolded a little bit by the. They're like, stop talking to the guests. Go do your job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then. They say something about Teresa, and they say something about yeah. her being Portuguese, and how like you can't train them—just mm-hmm. awful stuff, racism. Julia Robertson, right there, are clearly Portuguese. Julia, actually, I have no idea if Julia Roberts is Portuguese. Oh, well, I
1: was just gonna say, <laughs> clearly, um, I don't know if it's clear, but it's clear to us that we've established that Daisy is Portuguese.
0: Yeah, they're all, they're all, they're all saying clearly. And Charlie starts going off about, you know, their racism. And he thinks he's Mm -hmm. being, like, good. And then Daisy and Charlie both leave. And Charlie implies that he had this outburst, like, for her. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you did not do that for me. Because she was clearly uncomfortable with his behavior at the table when he was... Talking back to his parents, and if he was doing that for her, he would have taken cues from her. Yeah, it's uh, it's all fun. It's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know they have a fight, mm-hmm. and then he comes back and apologizes later, and they're they're all good, and that's the end. Of, they're together yeah. now. That's like the end of it for them. <laughs> Basically, yeah. you know, cute, cute little, <laughs> cute love story. Cute little love story. And then, of course, lastly, we've got JoJo. We know she fainted at her wedding. We know her dad spent money on a wedding, and she didn't get married.
1: She didn't get married. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready.
0: And she's still with Bill. Yeah. And he's getting teased. He's getting ridiculed by the other young men of the town because Mm -hmm. their wedding didn't happen. And she's saying, you know, just give me time this isn't what i wanted right now you could see she's clearly happy with them just being in the relationship that they're in Mm -hmm. but then they start getting more physical we see that they're hooking up in the fucking bathroom (laughs) bathroom of the pizza place
1: (laughs) they're hooking up everywhere they're like little you know rabbits
0: because they like live with their parents and stuff yeah because i don't think they're allowed to live together till they're married right so they're chastity hook it up a lot. They're hooking up one night. They're hooking up. They're at fucking her house. And I don't know. There's something some reason they can't
1: some reason that they can't. It's uh, it's Bill. Bill's the reason that they can't. Well,
0: Yeah. I mean, there's some reason they're saying, oh, let's move here. Let's go here. And then because, well, they're they're
1: starting to hook up. And then Bill sees all of the religious paraphernalia right, right. in <laughs> their house. And it freaks him out because he's like, Well, Jesus says we should be married.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Bill starts thinking, wow, maybe we shouldn't be having sex until we're married. And he, he keeps, he's like, you know, tells her to stop or whatever. And she keeps Mm -hmm. trying to go. And we're like, come on, Jojo. Come on. Yeah. He's like, she's like taking his pants off. He's leaning up Mm -hmm, against mm -hmm. the door. And then her parents come downstairs and like chase him out. And then... The next day, or I don't know what it is. She's on a little walk. He has his fishing boat, which he had originally mm-hmm. named for her, I think. Or he was going to name it for her. I don't know. Something like that, yeah. But he taped over it and called it Nympho. Yeah. He's straight up, it's giving very stranger things when what's his face does the thing on the movie <laughs> thing. About what's her face? Oh, yes, yes,
1: yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know when... Um, <laughs>
0: if anyone can decipher uh, When Nancy... Decipher it's that. Uh,
1: it's uh, something in Nancy. What's his name? Steve! Steve. Steve. It wasn't Steve. It was Steve's friends. But yes, Steve's friends did the shitty thing on the marquee about yeah. Nancy.
0: And it was just very, like, also slut-shamey and stuff. So basically, yes. everyone's making... Everyone's, like, criticizing and ridiculing JoJo for wanting to have sex. Bill is like calling her an info or whatever. They think it's funny. She's clearly upset. And she's like, forget it. You know, none of. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be with you anymore
1: anyway. Right. I knew not marrying you was the right choice.
0: Right. Exactly. (laughs) And it was.
1: And it was. (laughs) Uh,
0: And that's the night like they she stole his truck. And
1: yeah, that's when they stole the truck to dump and then dumped it on Charlie's (laughs) car. (laughs) Yeah, I think Jojo is struggling throughout the film with just like, you know, maintaining her independence. She doesn't want to just be, you know, someone's wife or someone's mother. And I think I think, too, it's like the accelerated timeline because I do because uh-huh. she even says later on, she's like, you know, I want those things, too. I do want to marry him and I do want to have children, but not like, but just not right now. Like, yeah, dude, what are they? 20? Like, relax. Right. You've got so much time. You yeah. don't need. Dude, you've got a beautiful girlfriend who loves having sex with you. Like, why are we complaining?
0: Yeah, because he knows if he doesn't marry her, she's going to leave the town and do something That's else. True. But she has no desire to leave the town. We've right. never even heard her say
1: anything no, about she, leaving. We own him leaving his cat.
0: She wants to stay and own the pizza place.
1: Yeah, she wants to take over. So she she has a plan, okay? Yeah. So just stop trying to rush her.
0: Right. So uh, after all that like it's just kind of her sister's going to be out of town or something. So she goes back to Bill and it's like, "We could have, you know, 3 old days alone." And mm-hmm. he's like, "What are you not getting?" Mhm. No. Well, first of all, she like broke up with him and then like it's like, "Oh, we can fuck." Yeah. He <laughs> comes at her and is like, he's like, what are you not getting? I love you. And all you mm-hmm. want me for is sex. And that makes me feel really bad. And she seems to not have understood this because clearly she wants him more for more than that. She just wants to wait to get married. <laughs> right. Yeah. She g- very clearly likes spending time with
1: him. Yeah. And likes. Having sex with him. I think that's, you know, she likes him. It's not right. like she's good. Listen, if she just wanted sex, she would have just found some other random dude in the town to start boffing. But she didn't. Yeah. I've kind of been obsessed with that word lately to describe having sex. <laughs> boffing. It, I don't it, know why, but I just think it's very funny.
0: I can't see myself using it. But I more power to you. Yeah, it's OK. It's my word. <laughs> it's your word. It's mine do what you want to do. So, yes, she goes back to the restaurant. She comes in early. They're like, this is a miracle. JoJo's never in early. What's wrong? And she talks about Mm -hmm. how she and Bill broke up, but everything's great. And she's doing so great. And she's has all these great plans. And everything's going to be so great, isn't it? And she's, like, crying while she's saying all this. Because clearly she loves Bill and misses him and doesn't want to be breaking up with him. The
1: whole monologue, I was like, oh, I do that. (laughs) because she does that thing where she asks questions but then she answers them immediately for herself and you can tell she's trying to convince herself that this is what she wants Mm -hmm. but she's just kind of talking in circles and like sad about it but then by the end she's like and this is the best thing and then she like keep and she immediately goes back to work so I think it's like I relate to that yeah (laughs) talking to yourself (laughs) to process A lot of feelings.
0: And it's good. And she kind of is the whole time talking about that. She continues to talk about it. And we don't really see what she decides until the end when we see her and Bill literally getting married again. They have once more. They've gone through with it. They've already gotten married. They've gotten married. They went through with it. Now they're having the party. And this is like the end when Charlie comes back and, you know. Mm -hmm. Then all three girls are all standing outside, looking up into the stars and laughing. Mm. <laughs> Just, you know, as friends do. As friends do. And then they are spelled out in the constellations, Mystic Pizza, the end. Wow, so magical. I uh, feel a little disappointed with how JoJo's story ends up. Like, the whole time, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, well, because by her staying with him... And getting married, she's like, she's just not getting any of the stuff she wanted. Okay, but I think, I think that, again, like I said, those
1: are things that she did want. She was just like, it was on a timeline that wasn't connecting with her spirit. But I think ultimately JoJo probably just realized that like, I do love this man and I do want to be with this man forever. But like, I also don't want to lose my independence, which is why she's having that conversation with him Mm -hmm. in the truck where she's like, she's, she's, (laughs) she literally says, Bill, nothing has changed. right? And he's like, like, except your name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gross. And it's just like, you know, I think Jojo has a very strong sense of self Mm -hmm. and I don't think there's anything that will get in the way Like, I don't think she can really, truly be convinced into doing anything she doesn't actually want to do. So I think she just kind of was like, "Okay, fine, we'll get married now because you want it. But don't forget, bitch, I'm the number one. Okay, it's about me. It's my journey. I'm, you know, you're just along for the ride.
0: I don't know. Right. Yeah. And that's totally what it is. I mean, what I was thinking is that he had to marry her to lock her down. I don't know if he was having... Tr- he didn't think he had enough to offer to maintain a girl like Joe. Because
1: he doesn't. Cause he doesn't. That's the secret. That's the secret ingredient in the Mystic Pizza.
0: <laughs>
1: he doesn't have it. He doesn't have enough. But you can tell throughout the entire film that these two are crazy about each other. Yeah. Like, regardless of any insecurities or, like, miscommunication. They just... They're crazy. you two they are crazy about each other.
0: <laughs> they are. Uh, and uh, we miss the, I mean, the whole other side plot is that there's some food critic who's like really oh, yeah. mean. But he finally comes to Mystic Pizza and then he loves the pizza and he gives them gives a great them a five review. star yeah.
1: review. We also didn't talk about the fact that Kat stupidly rips up the check from Mr. Hot Architect.
0: She rips it up.
1: But then, this is actually one of my favorite parts of the film. It's during the wedding reception. Leona comes up to Kat and hands her an envelope full of cash, presumably. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, like, a little risky, but okay.
0: It was the 80s.
1: It it was the 80s. You're right. And she basically says, you know, we never had kids of our own. And you three girls are kind of like our kids. So, please, like, take, like, we want you to go to Yale. And, you know, we want to help. Which is just so sweet because Leona is kind of like their mom.
0: Yeah, it... I really liked that part, too. That scene Mm -hmm. was probably my favorite part. And I think the actress who plays Leona was, like, super good. Because I'm like, yeah, I believe her. Yeah. (laughs) And also, that's what, I don't want kids, but I want to be like that. I want to have, like, people I take care of, you know?
1: (laughs) Dude, literally same. Like, I would love to just be like, you know, we never had kids of our own. Right. But... (laughs) You're like a daughter to us and we just like give them a ton of money. Yeah. It feels so cool. <laughs> like that's just some cool shit.
0: I've said for a long time that I want to be um rich uncle Shelby. Ah, yes. Just, you know, the the vibe of a rich uncle.
1: Yeah. But as your friend, just like passing out 20s when you hand when you give handshakes and stuff. Yeah. I would love Just like to you do always that. have a 20 in your palm just to palm it off to the next person you shake hands with.
0: I wish. Then yeah. people would start lining up at my door for handshakes and I'd be like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, just
1: in a party situation. And then like, you know, when we need to order food, like Uncle Shelby, I'm yeah. hungry.
0: Rich Uncle Shelby, you have to specify.
1: I'm sorry. Rich Uncle Shelby, are you going to order food or what?
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Which of the three stories do you would did you like relate to the most? Or was there kind of something in all of them? I think there was
1: something in all of them. I think each journey was very different, but what I really liked was how they maintained their sisterhood aside from the fight, which I also thought was very interesting because I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I've definitely said it to you is that my toxic trait is I always side with the older sibling. (laughs) There will never be a day (laughs) where I side with the younger sibling. Like it's just, I'm not built for it. It's not going (laughs) to happen. So when Daisy and Kat get into that fight about her not showing up for work and, you know, forgetting that Daisy's supposed to be meeting Charlie's parents and all of that, They still are able to maintain this like camaraderie that I love because I think that is the backbone of, of all relationships. Like you, like you have your romantic relationships and you can, you can go off and you can fall in love and you can have your heart broken and all that kind of stuff. But the part that can repair that or like replenish your spirit is like that sisterhood. So that's why I really like that at the end, at least all three of them have kind of squashed all their beef and... They're just out, like, laughing with each other on the back balcony.
0: Yeah. It is nice to laugh with your friends and sisters on the back bath- yeah. balcony.
1: <laughs> Especially after that. a lot of big life stuff, right? You have Kat losing her virginity. You've got Daisy potentially falling in love for the first time. I don't know if that's what yeah. is implied there, but maybe. And then you have JoJo getting married. So you have, like, these... It was one of those summers with, like, big change. And... I don't know. I just I like that they're able to come together, you know, and just kind of, you know, you know, that sisterhood bond. I don't know. I just love it.
0: Yeah, we do love a sisterhood bond. And I I can see why that would be a more important part of the story to you (laughs) in particular than like the other stuff. Yeah. I, I do think there was something to relate to in all three of those, but me... I'm never gonna stay in a small town. Like I was never gonna stay in my hometown. That was not gonna happen. Mm -mm. So I guess I would have to relate to Kat the most, even though I'm not like a hard worker or a goody two shoot. I guess I I am both of those things. (laughs) Um Okay, Shelby,
1: sure. Oh no. Uh, sure, Shelby. Uh, no, not a good at two shoes or a hard worker.
0: Oh, no, I'm both. I'm cat. Oh, no, you are cat.
1: I think I'm cat in a lot of ways, too. I want to be Daisy, I want to be this like cool girl, like doesn't really give a shit about anything or JoJo. Oh, yeah, just like effortlessly, just a ball of sunshine. I got some Jo
0: vibes. I got some Jo vibes for sure, but as a teen definitely more cat
1: yeah can't relate Sorry. I was yeah just <laughs> kidding I am cat too I don't want to be you know what I mean I feel like it's that that paradox of like you're like oh but she's kind of like the least interesting one <laughs> yes, I Yeah. I know so you hate it and you don't want to be her but then you're like oh, damn it I think I'm cat
0: but I am her
1: <laughs> it's not a good time 10 out of 10, don't recommend, but whatever. They had good pizza. They had good laughs. They fell in love. I just hope Kat went went to Yale and fell in love with a boy her own age.
0: Yeah, I hope she looks back on this and is like, boy, was I silly. But she has, like, compassion for her past Mm. self. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Me too. And that's Mystic Pizza. We did it. If you want to hear more about our thoughts on pizza, Mm. follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at The Rom Complex. Don't forget, we're
1: also on threads. But aside from that, you could email us. Do you, okay, listen, for our elder listeners, I want that schedule. What are you doing? What are you talking about? What ailments do you have? What are
0: your ointments? Just tell (laughs) us
1: everything. You can send us an email Or, I mean, hey, maybe even snail mail. We might even just give you our addresses just to get that sweet, sweet schedule. But you can email us, (laughs) theromcomplex at gmail.com.
0: Boy, I hope we get some interesting (laughs) mail. If you want to support us, the best way to do that, I mean... If you want to support us financially, Mm. the best way to do that is to just hand us stacks of cash.
1: In envelopes, like the 80s.
0: Yes, or go to patreon.com slash theromcomplex. We've got so much bonus content on there that our patrons, including $10 patrons, Nicole J., darlinghomebody.com, and Catherine W., we'll say your name if you're a $10 patron. Our patrons are getting all this amazing content and they're the only ones getting it and you could be one of them listen
1: (laughs) guys what are you doing run over there right now patreon.com slash the rom complex get it
0: but most of all keep falling in love
1: with yourself
0: bye Hey, guys, James, the editor here, just to tell you that you might remember me from being on this show before the Dudley Do-Right episode. I don't know how they forgot that. It was one of the greatest rom-coms, big air quotes on rom-coms that they've ever covered. All right. See you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I will.